0: So it's an interesting political dynamic here. I would think now this is the this is the thought I hope of a normal person. If you look across the city of Richmond and other major cities in the United States, and you see that shootings are up and killings are up, and you you know like me, you grew up in Richmond when Richmond, Virginia, was the murder capital of the United States. Uh, you would be concerned about that. You'd say, "Now, what have we done differently in the last couple of years that has brought back the bad old days, right? And what can we do to fix this? And especially if you are sensitive about racial issues and you start looking at who's getting shot and who's getting killed and you realize it's, it's, it's black citizens, then you'd feel even more um, urgency about fixing this. Cully Stimson is with the Heritage Foundation. What are the? What's the data actually showing us, Cully? Is it back to the bad old days of the 90s, kind of across the entire country, or is this a made-up story that's designed for political consumption?
1: Well, good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's quite important. a topic to have the week before Christmas, isn't yeah, it? Sad um, we have to talk about it, but the facts are the facts. And uh, no, we're not back to the peak of the crime wave in 92, uh, 93, when you had over 2,000 people uh, a year killed in New York City alone. But we have seen a crime rate wave start peaking, start picking back up uh, around 2015, 2016. Mind you, we've had a 30-year decline in violent crime and crime across the country until recently. And what happened recently is you get this toxic trio of these Soros bought and paid for, or inspired prosecutors, the defund the police movement and sort of the demoralize the police movement. Yeah. So, in places like Baltimore, they have uh, 321 murders as of last night. Philly, 499. Chicago, 672. The list goes on and on in these cities with these Soros uh, bought and paid for road prosecutors, which we've written about at heritage.org. Uh, and about 85, 90 percent of the murder victims are african-american and so those are the facts you can't spin it so
0: why why are there more killings now is it the revolving door is it the supposed supposedly noble effort to keep african-american citizens out of jail you know we're just we're going to give you a second and third chance but then that second and third chance winds up being um a second and third chance to commit violent crime what what do we attribute this to
1: well, there's 2,300 elected DAs across the country. Okay. Uh, the Soros movement realized that the buy-in to purchase one of these DAs is really low. I mean, most DA races are low-visibility, low-dollar efforts. Uh-huh. And so when they get installed into office, uh, they enact pro-criminal, anti-victim policies like not prosecuting any misdemeanors, not adding any enhancements, right. not asking for any bail, just let people out. You commit a crime, you get fingerprinted, you're out back on the street an hour later, uh, and so when you create this culture of lawlessness For any person Of any race yeah. uh, You have sort of a green light For people who want to commit crimes um, And when you're not putting people in jail For long periods of time Or in prison when they commit serious felonies uh, The criminal element Regardless of their race White, black, brown, doesn't matter Think, well, I can get away with it yeah. you Do you realize that only 50% of the murders In this country are solved uh, Ninety. percent 5% of the rapes, 95 or 6% of the thefts and burglaries are not solved. So I did so not then you know. You got pretty good odds bad? if you're a criminal. Yeah. You got pretty good odds. Yeah.
0: And they now know that. It's, of course. So when you look, look, Republicans have been uh strong on this issue for many many years, but what what are Democrats saying? Are they realizing that their core constituency that they claim they care so much about is is in danger here? And are they making some adjustments?
1: Not the kind they need to. Uh, they might be making the political verbal adjustments, but the policy adjustments aren't happening. Yeah. Uh, but the voters are voting. So you see the voters in San Francisco, 95 percent of whom are registered Democrats, voted right. out of office. Chesa Boudin, the son of the weather underground couple, who were convicted of murder uh, for the Brinks uh, murder uh, scam uh, scandal. Uh, they voted him out of office. Marilyn Mosby here in Baltimore, uh, she lost her primary. Uh, gee, I wonder why. Because there were an extra uh, 832 people who were killed uh, compared to the five-year rolling average before she was elected. She's been in office from 2015 until just recently this year. Right. Um, and so they're not you know the politicians aren't doing stuff but here's the deal it's the da not the mayor not the governor not the not uh city council members it's the it's the da who's the gatekeeper to the criminal justice system right so if she decides not to prosecute people if she decides to give the middle finger to the police which is what a lot of these rogue prosecutors are doing then the people don't get prosecuted who commit crimes uh and so you got to pay attention to who your local official is who's running for da just like you got to pay attention now we've learned the hard way who members of your local school board are right. those lower level local office holders affect your life and your safety
0: I mean, it's interesting in richmond no one seems to be interested in holding the Richmond prosecutor, uh, who Mm. is the wife of the now-deceased congresswoman, a congressperson, uh, Don McEachin, not interested in holding her accountable or or even holding the mayor or any of the other elected officials. Do you see a point at which there's a a tipping moment as you study this from city to city? Is there there a data point at which you see people finally being fed up? I'm I'm waiting for that in, in our city here in Richmond because... You know, I'm being told, "Hey, you're focusing too much on the the crime in the city of Richmond and suburbanites don't want to hear it." So, you know, you're doing damage to your own show, and I'm thinking if if I don't focus on this, the the criminals in the city of Richmond are not stopped by some line on a map. They'll come into the counties and continue to commit crime. So, is there a tipping point here? <laughs>
1: Well, there has been other cities. I'm not a Richmond expert. I don't know who this gal is, who's the Henrico County Commonwealth's attorney. Uh, but in the cities that have had that toxic trio of the Soros bought and paid for rogue prosecutors or a city council that's literally cut the funds of the police department, or there's just a general discussion about uh, police as the enemy, uh, yeah. demoralize, thus demoralizing the police, and you have police step back from aggressive but lawful patrolling of areas where there's high crime uh you have high crime and so uh and you have repeated high crime so what happened in san francisco of course is you saw all of those videos of those stores downtown just being looted and robbed at will people just gleefully sort of doing the five-finger discount on camera all the time and stores are going out of business same in seattle L.A., same thing. You can get $999 worth of stuff, walk out, no one's going to prosecute you. People in San Francisco leave their windows down in their car and take everything out of their car and have a note in their car saying, don't rob, don't steal stuff out of this car. So it's the residents, it's the residents who ultimately, in the inner city, who say enough is enough. Uh, So crime victim groups uh, in L.A., uh, all Democrat, usually women, rose up against George Gascon, one of the worst, um, to try to recall him. No crime victim group of any sort has risen up against Larry Krasner in Philadelphia. Yeah. That's why you have 500 murders so far this year. And he says his pro-criminal policies are, quote, working. Well, they're working for the criminal. Right. They're not working for the citizen. Mm-hmm. And so sooner or later, these people are either going to get tossed out on their keister or people are just going to suck it up and deal with it. And that's yeah. the problem. Uh, with cities that don't have organized uh, protests uh, and a political reaction against their pro-criminal policies. Yeah,
0: it is pretty remarkable to see it, and and pretty awful. I can think of the grandmas and the young woman who's trying to go to Virginia Commonwealth University to get a degree who has right. to be terrified every night. Uh, yeah. as she goes back and forth to, to campus. Cully Stimson with the Heritage Foundation. I always appreciate it when we get you on the air. Thank you, Cully.